Yo, to the drummers beat, the official Church on the Drums podcast. On this week's episode, me and Ikees are talking music again. Kendrick, 2 Chains, and Wayne all put out projects last week, and so we're going to spend some time breaking them down. Where does Untitled Unmastered rank in Kendrick's catalog? Is Wayne really back rapping now? Also in this episode, we're going to revisit all the projects we already reviewed this year. And for once, I'm actually not going to rant about social media. This week's feature song is by one of the favorite artists of the To The Drummer's Beat podcast, P. Black. This is a new track called Lost and Find. To The Drummer's Beat is sponsored by Flypaper Magazine and the WeAreMusic.tv app. And we're also available on SoundCloud. You can also search To The Drummer's Beat on iTunes or your favorite podcast app. Make sure you rate, review, and share if you enjoy this show. Follow me on Twitter, DJ underscore B-E-R-N, at DJ Burn on Instagram. Make sure you follow Malcolm, E-H underscore K-E-E-S. Let's go. Very quickly. What, what do you mean? The whole retirement thing. Like they're gonna they're gonna be like celebrating. There was a on ESPN Radio yesterday. There was a remembering Peyton Manning celebration special, like midday Sunday. And I'm like, man, y'all about to do this on Monday? Like, are you gonna have to do? Are you gonna do this every day? Like, literally all three shows that I listen to on ESPN Radio is gonna be talking about this. Oh yeah, yeah. As if they weren't talking about him retiring, like the whole time. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of people that was wondering if he was going to come back or not. So it's not like it's out of the question. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, they already talked about, like, if he retires, what does this mean for his legacy? Now it's like, now he's retired. Let's rehash what the fuck we were just talking about. And so, I don't know. It's just, I, I just hope it passes quickly because there's more important things to talk about as sports as far as like what? NBA. Um, What's more important to talk about right now? Um, there ain't that damn much. The playoffs about to start. About to start, but they're not like there's nothing to talk about right now. The um, upcoming uh, NFL draft. How much can you really talk about that? And that's a lot of inside baseball stuff. Like a lot of niggas don't really care. I care about it because I'm a Browns fan. So you know, uh, it's, a, it's like my Super Bowl and shit. But I'm saying a lot of people don't care about it. LeBron leaving Cleveland, going back to Miami, possibly. That's like <laughs> that's like the most unlikely thing to happen in life. Did you see his tweets last night? No, what would he say? I'm glad I brought this up, but just I'm not. I'm hurt. <laughs> before I, I um, thought that you were poking fun because of this shit right here. No, well, not because of his tweets, but because of like the articles that came out probably before these tweets about him, uh, like people saying, "Well, he's working out in Miami. He's not happy in Cleveland. What if he left?" And I'm thinking, like, man, there's too many all in Cleveland T-shirts. For him to fucking leave, first of all. Secondly, to go back to Miami, my, like, like if you're trying to go back to win a championship, Miami's not really the place I would go. Bro. I would go anywhere else except Miami. Not anywhere else, but just not Miami because your team is aging. Yesterday morning, he tweets. Oh, do you want to plug the podcast, the title and everything? Oh, yeah, let's go ahead and do that. So, this is uh, To the Drummer's Beat, Church on the Drums, official podcast. I've stumbled over it. That's fine. DJ Byrne. Malcolm. This is your boy, Ultra Light Keys. We on an Ultra Light Keys. Pause. We on an Ultra Light Keys. Pause. This no Khaled, nigga. Dream. No Khaled. This is a God dream. This is everything. Hallelujah.
Yes, Lord. You I was just day. having fun with it. You know that a nigga was lost. My ex looking back like a pillar. I saw. <laughs> that wasn't planned, but that was dope. Um. So yeah, this is. I mean, like like Burns said, this is the To the Drummer Street podcast. Um, we're gonna talk about music in a second. I need to get these Cleveland uh, feels off of my shoulder real quick. So last night, I'm not from Cleveland. I'm just a Cleveland fan, like all Cleveland, everything. I got a Browns fucking blanket on my on my couch right now, cuddled in it and shit. But um, well, I'm cuddled in by myself. Yeah, not we're not cuddling. Not with Burn, just for the fucking record. Um, but yeah, so Burn. I mean, I burned James last night. LeBron James last night tweeted at 10.53 a.m. It's this simple. You can't accomplish the dream if everyone isn't dreaming the same thing every day. Nightmares follow. Hashtag the DC. Hashtag SFG. I don't know what those hashtags mean, right? And then at 11.13 last night, 11.13 p.m. Probably the dream chasers. Maybe. He said, structure and consistency creates perfection. You shortcut, you come up short. Explanation point. Straight up. Hashtag DVC. Hashtag SFG. And then this morning, Kyrie Irving tweets, Control what you can control. Sounds so cliche, but it's the bold truth. Good morning. Yeah, 7, 12 a.m. And I don't know what any of this fucking means. I just know it doesn't. It's not good. <laughs> That's not what we should be tweeting in March. At all. Anywhere, shape, or form. That's a way to... Um broad for me to I mean I, I can see why you'd be worried but yeah you you shut your Miami Heat ass up alright I mean we got two rings yeah I don't give a fuck what you LeBron, have alright yeah and LeBron wasn't subtweeting your teammates fit in fit out I so. mean but also Chris Bosh wasn't um, that's my point throwing shots at LeBron in the media like Kevin Love is Kevin I Love, agree Kevin Love is uh one of those uh Stat sheet fillers. I said this before. Yeah, I said we should have never traded Andrew Wiggins. So I said the shit. Kevin Love is like kind of like Dwight. No, not Dwight Howard. Actually went to the finals. Um, I feel like to the finals too. I feel like Demarcus Cousins. Kevin Love. Dwight Howard went by himself. I feel like Demarcus Cousins is kind of like Kevin Love to where he fills up the stat sheet because there's no the offense runs through him. If he got with another All Star, like it wouldn't be the same. Unlike Chris Bosh. Who filled up the stat sheet, but I was actually able to adapt his game to two other all stars and play the back seat. Um, well, anyways, just to close that subject out, I don't think LeBron is going to leave Cleveland after that heartwarming. I'm not a Cavs fan, but that commercial, like everybody, that all in commercial was crazy. Uh, I don't think he's leaving Cleveland after that. And I definitely don't think he's going back to Miami because the team is, like him going back to Miami, they're not, they, they, I, like they, they might go to the finals, but they wouldn't beat the Spurs or the Warriors with that Miami team present day with LeBron. And equally as ridiculous is the idea that Kyrie might want to leave. Ridiculous because if it's true, that's just, it's stupid on his part. We got four years regardless. Like either we're going to get a healthy, uh, pick, I'm not pick, but like something like, Valuable for him, or oh yeah, I mean, like, like even though he's under contract, if he demands a trade and like, it, it, like, he can kind of force the Cavs to trade him, but you would definitely get something of value in, in return because it's Kyrie Irving, Kyrie Irving, top five point guards mm-hmm. in the league right now. So, anyways, um, on to the music business. 
Um, we got some stuff to talk about. Man. So, you want me to... Let me preface before we go into this episode, because we are going to talk about the obvious, um, you know, Miley Cyrus antics that happened over the weekend. You know what I mean? The Taylor Swift fiasco and the Katy Perry. Oh, you, you didn't hear about none of that? I thought he was going to talk about the Kim Kardashian pick, because that got to be <laughs> surgery. Does it? I mean, just ask some other woman that had a baby that has no stretch marks on her stomach. I've seen it before, actually. I, I've seen it as well, but like, I'm it's, saying not, it's without, not common. No, I'm saying without surgery, It's though. not common. But why has it got to be surgery? It's not uncalled for. Let, let's move on. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, no, nah, I was trolling with the Miley Cyrus. And actually, it's not even tro- trolling, because I don't consider that trolling, just for the record. Because if I say, I was trolling, the nigga's going to bring it back up in, you know, six months or whatever, when I say I don't like trolling. But, like, well, you said you was trolling right there. So what I just said wasn't trolling. I was just playing a joke on all of you listeners. But we are going to talk about the obvious music that came out last week. But to frame that, um, one of the things that we talked about, I think, last week about uh, the life of Pablo was that you said, you know, that you were reaching when you first, like, heard it and everything, and you wanted to reevaluate. And, like, I was thinking about it, and I was like, you know what? We control our podcast. We don't have to be victim to the same review circuit that everybody else is on. Like, we don't have to rush and get our review out, like, quicker than anybody. So, um, one thing I was talking to, to Burn about was that we were going to, you know, still give our immediate reactions to stuff and, you know, give, like, our projections and all that type of stuff. But um, every couple of months, we're going to go back and circle the wagon and look back at the music that came out during that year and then reevaluate it to see if we still feel the same way and if our feelings have changed at all. So after we give our immediate reactions to this Kendrick EP that came out and the 2 Chains Wayne double album that came out, um, we're going to go back and look at some of the projects that came out earlier this year and talk about that. So, uh, yeah, you have anything you want to say about that? Um, Kanye West got the album of the year. Wow, out of way to jump the shark. <laughs> I mean, I mean, my, what I was trying to say is my, my opinion of that being the best album that's probably going to come out for me this year hasn't changed. I mean, obviously there are albums that can come out that change my mind, but for, if I'm if I'm trying to forecast here, that's me forecasting. What? Nothing. What? <laughs> nothing. It's fine. What? <laughs> nothing. What? I'm gonna keep saying what he said too. I would say we were going to go back after the music break and go in and actually like go through the shit again, and then you just like, oh, I'm going to say it right now. That's one album. That's why. She's album so but I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I definitely agree that people should, you know, when, uh, like people should go back and reevaluate um, how they feel about things, especially that game album, which everybody said was a classic when it came out. That's what I think it is. That Push album still sounds good too. No, oh, it still sounds good. Yeah, that definitely still sounds good. His first album's no better. Is it? Yeah, in my opinion. Um, but yeah, so let's talk about the obvious. Um, Kendrick Lamar. Yes. Cornrow Kenny. So the story behind this untitled, unmastered EP was that LeBron James he tweeted out to Top Dog. Yo, you guys have to put out this EP or whatever because well, you have to put out all those songs because I need them. So and then he was like, "Wow, LeBron, you putting pressure on me. All oh, y'all putting pressure on me. Now I think I'm actually do it." So my question, like when this uh, EP came out, was that 
did LeBron know that this already existed, or was he just like, oh, I need Kendrick Lamar music type music, or, or or I know you got some stuff in the stash, just go ahead and put it out. Like, do you know? Mm-hmm. Which one? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I really don't know. Um, this kind of ties into the, the LeBron tweets you just read, because. On the one hand, I think he's super calculated, but on the other hand, I think sometimes he'll be thinking. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even mention when he put up on Instagram. Did you see his Instagram picture? No. He has a picture of himself animated in a Batman suit, taking off the Batman uh like mask or whatever, and he's holding it in his hand. It's like, what the fuck does that mean, LeBron James? He's <laughs> the same guy that uh said on national TV that uh his kids on iPads for Christmas when he clearly has a Samsung deal. He's like, iPads. <laughs> Well, you know all kind of tablets. <laughs> and then when when uh when he lost all his contacts, he's like, "Oh my god, I lost all my contacts in my phone." And the next week was like, "Oh, it, it wasn't like the Samsung brought it right back." <laughs> like, come on, man. See, it's not. He said, "Uh, it's not who you are under the mask that defines you." And it's him in the Batman suit, wearing some LeBrons, some red LeBrons. I just want to say that that art is like. I'm sure people will make. Fan based art all the time. Like that, that's probably like it. That look like one of those. What's the uh, what's the app where, where everybody makes like cartoon people themselves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know you're talking that's exactly about. what that looks like. I'm like, man, I'm pretty sure you could have somebody redo that. But anyways, so Kendrick Lamar, top dog, felt the pressure, and then I think what was it, earlier last week, um, there was that post that went up and said somebody from TD going to put a project out this week. Who do you think it is? Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think anybody really thought Kendrick did they, just because somebody else like. Kendrick was the most recent release, wasn't he? Was Nobody thought it was Kendrick. And J Rock is more recent than Kendrick, but I don't think anybody thought Forgot that about was that album for sure. But um, so then this uh, when did we just when did we find out about it? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, it was yeah, it was like an hour or two before it actually dropped. Right, because uh, it started to show up on Spotify. Right, and so what are your thoughts on this EP? Um. I was happy that I could put them in my my title rotation playlist and everything, some of these performances. But overall, like, this is what I was telling somebody. I was telling Boxes yesterday that it's a EP that, as a Kendrick fan, I'm glad that I got and I appreciate it. But it's easily, like, throwaways for me. I mean, it is throwaways. It's just um, things that didn't make the cutting room floor for To Pimp a Butterfly. Um, but, like, I'm cool without it. Um, all of the performances that he gave live, like, I like them all better than everything that he's done on here. Um, it's not bad, you know, by any means. It's just, like, extra, it's like bonus content. Like, when you get, like, the deluxe collector's edition of, like, a uh, DVD, you can go and you can watch all the director commentary and all that type of stuff. Um, if you're a fan of Kendrick, then you'll appreciate it. But it's not anything that, like, I wouldn't play it for somebody to get them to become a fan of Kendrick. Before I give you uh, my opinion on it, which is probably the same. Um, would you say that this, not, like, I, I'm pretty sure I know what your answer is on this. Would you say this is a more, um, this is a better throwaway project than if you're reading this is too late? No, not at all. I think if you, if you're reading this too late is much better, much more complete than this. And, and I, I think that's the problem. Like, this is so, like, going around the theme of Untitled Unmastered, it's so much just a collection of songs that it's not cohesive, mm-hmm. which, I mean, it doesn't mean the songs are bad. It's just not cohesive. And I find myself, I was listening to it last night while I was working on my website, www.earnestpage.com, which is up now. Um, the first post is, 
aren't you tired of starting over? Just because I'm sure a lot of people struggle with that as far as weight loss is concerned. I saw that actually. Yeah. Oh yeah. So um, as I was listening, as I was working, on, I was listening to it, and I found stuff that I like, but it just didn't stick with me because one, like most of the songs, didn't really have a theme. Yeah. And it was just like, and it wasn't a cohesive theme. And the idea that there's no, like, I can't even tell you, the only reason I can tell you that I like number eight is because I made a point, like, I don't know what none of these songs are called. Yeah. I, I gotta go back and look at the title so I can tell you what I like. Yeah, and like, Blueface is like, I, don't, I still don't know what track that is. I think it's yeah. three. Or it's either three or two. And then Untitled One from the Colbert show is yeah. like, Untitled Two. It's one of those, it's one yeah. or the other. But like, they're not as good as the original. Like on, uh, like on, uh, I don't remember which one it is, but the original Untitled performance they gave in the Colbert show, it was like, uh, um, we don't die, we don't die, we multiply, we, like, that's all missing from, that's the climax of the song. And then, uh, on, uh, Untitled 3, which is Blue Faces or whatever, like, it's a whole song, but, like, part of what made it such a beautiful song was the, how he was elevating on it or whatever. Like, level two, level two, dun 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 It's like, keeps on going higher and higher because he's filmed the performance, but on this EP, it's more so just like, you know, dun 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 It's like real, like, flat and mellow and shit. It took me, like, four or five times to listen to it to realize there's actually features on it, too. Yeah, yeah. CeeLo Green's on it. I was yeah. like, oh, yeah, that is CeeLo. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. Like like I said, once again, I mean, it's not bad music. It's really not bad. Like, I, please don't feel like we're shitting on it. It's just, it's not what, it's not something that, like, I was craving. Well, I was craving the untitles, but I didn't even get what I wanted. You know what I mean? Because it didn't I have wish the same one, energy. like, there was more solid themes. So, like, it would stick with me more. And I'm sure maybe if I sat down and, and look at Genius while I'm listening to the music, and break down the lyrics more than like I, I'd be able to figure out the things more. But if I gotta do all that, um, that's just too much work. Mm-hmm. Like for me to try listening to something and, like and like it's absorb for, it. It's for Kendrick established fans or whatever mm-hmm. that care about that. Topic. Secondly, that song from the All Right video ain't on there. Like, what do yeah. you come on? Oh yeah, that's a good point. I, I didn't that, even think about that. That's what I was looking for too. Like that that that, that song was like, I'm still waiting on that song. So I Kendrick, was waiting on the blue faces and I got it and I'm disappointed. So. Kendrick, if, if you're listening to this, stop by the podcast. And secondly, please put, please put that song out. But yeah, I don't know. Like, I really don't have nothing else to say about the EP just because as much as I've listened to it, I like I, I couldn't retain a lot of it because there was no And another thing, theme. I don't really like jazz rap. Like, it's cool, but like, and this what I was trying to tell, I forget who I was trying to tell, but I prefer my music to be like, to go through actual sequences and to repeat itself and everything like that, to have like, like the same, like a looping beat and everything like that. You know what I mean? What's or, jazz rap, man? Well, I was about to say, like, uh, with it actually like being structured, even if you're adding elements as the song goes on, like say with uh, Let the Beat Build or whatever, but it's still like that same loop or whatever and it's building and it's like symmetrical and all that type of stuff. But with this, it's like, it's literally just a, um, it's just a jazz band playing. You know what I mean? And it's like, with jazz, it's like all over the place or whatever. It doesn't really like follow any rules or structure. You know what I mean? At least if it does, my ears aren't trained to be able to capture it. So it's like, I'd be waiting for like a, a beat to like drop or whatever or to like fall out to come back in or anything like that. And, it just keeps on going. It's kind of like random and assorted. Like sometimes, like I feel like you know, there's odd number of notes, and it's just like I don't like it that much. I, I like structure behind it. 
I think it would be cool if everybody was just like jamming and freestyling or whatever, but it's consistent throughout the entire album. Well, EP. So, yeah. Well, if you haven't heard the Kendrick Lamar EP yet, what are you doing? Well, I, I, I'm sure all of our listeners probably have listened to it already. But, yeah, I mean, if you haven't, I, I, I definitely recommend it. Because, like I said, it's not bad music. It's just If you like Kendrick, then go listen. It's, just, it's, not, it's not incomplete. I'm, I'm sorry. It's just not complete. And it is, however, a good... Um, what am I? Not an appetizer. Something to hold you over. Mm. From, you know, to, to, how long until Butterfly come out? Uh, last, no, 2014, didn't it? I thought it was 2015, but early. It was in February. It, maybe was, it was. It was actually a year ago. So, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. maybe this will hold you over until that J. Cole, Kendrick Lamar album come out, which should come out. Uh, February 31st. Yeah, that's another thing I'm pissed about. <laughs> Anyways, now, there's two chains of Lil Wayne, Collie Grove. Um, do you know the origins of this? I have no idea. I don't either, but I assume it was just like, you actually tweeted this, and I want to applaud you for it. Um, streaming services making uh, mixtapes. More accessible. More accessible. Mm-hmm. And because I, I believe this would definitely be a mixtape. Yeah, for sure. streaming services. So um, it's Untitled Unmastered, honestly. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so it's, it's probably just one of those things where 2 chains is like, oh, we should do it. We should do something together. And he's like, okay, cool. That my dog. That yeah. my dog. <laughs> and, um, so, yeah. it's a. Uh, so this is officially a 2 chains album with uh, eight or nine. Well, like 90% of it is, is Lil Wayne Features. But it's officially Two Chains album, just based off the credits. It was released on Def Jam Good Music, um, and I want to say about four of the songs are songs I heard before, but they're Latin. Um, really? Yeah, uh, motherfucking right. Um, no invitation. I had to watch heard. out. They were all new for me. Watch out was new for you. Yeah, you're a damn liar. All right. You've never heard Watch Out. Nigga, that's what I just said. Okay, so let me tell you why you, or you're misremembering. We watched the video. For Watch Out? Yeah, remember 2 Chainz video? He, he was his head on all those people, and they, that's what people did the dab to. And that wasn't Watch Out, is it? Yeah. Oh, wait. You get him, man. Oh. Bitch. That's not on here, is it? Yeah. Look at him out. No, this, it's not, bro. I'm looking at it right bro. now. This is This is the track list right here. Dedication, smell like money, bounce, got a lot of MF and right, blue C note, not divided, Bentley truck, 100 joints, Rolls Royce, what happened in section? You got the, you, that, that was on title like that? Yeah. Trap, I mean, um, watch out on Trapper Belly Trey. Well, maybe it wasn't. Number 13, oh, the last song here is a section? Uh, let me see. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's number twelve. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, on, on Apple Music, number thirteen is "Watch Out." Oh and, yeah, and that's what it shows on Wikipedia too. And and, and, and it doesn't say bonus. I mean, or, or extended version or whatever. So yeah. Maybe for whatever reason, maybe Apple has exclusive rights to the song. Or I don't know. No, "Watch Out" is on here. It's just not under that. Anyways. Yeah, it's um, on the, um, EP called "Watch Out." So this this album starts off with uh, dedication. Which starts out with the clip. Is uh, Wayne on Watch Out? No. Okay. Wayne's on 
one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight of thirteen five. songs. Oh, you just count them. Yeah. So yeah, um, the, the dedication song is actually dope. Like, it's dope to see an artist like that as a, a, a so a well-established artist, and some might say an artist. They're kind of looking bigger than Wayne right now. Um, no. You still like Free Weezy albums. I'm just going to. I listened to it this weekend, and it's still great. <laughs> um, well, basically, just sit there and just, just, like you said, say, that's my dog, and make a song about how he looked up to him and how he's still inspired by him. So, Chains said in the interview, I don't know why I call him Chains. Like, his Chains. name is Two. Um, two Chains, he said in an interview with Forbes, uh, December 28, 2015, it's like, as far as the Kylie Grove project, I really like the music. It's tight and accessible. Wayne has always been one of my favorite rappers for just doing some mixing and trying to grind up. Just know that Kylie Grove is coming very soon. It's going to be filled with entertainment bars, great sounds, and great vibes. So, like, it was just like one of those things, like, I want to, like, work with you, and they did it. Then he was talking about how, um, somewhere on the album, he was talking about how Lil Wayne inspired a lot. Like, a lot of people wouldn't be rapping it wasn't for Lil Wayne, which yeah. is true. Um, and I will say, uh, a lot of this album... It's what you can expect from a Lil Wayne. Yeah, James watch out was in, uh, originally on Trapper Valley Trey. But anyway, it's my bad. Is that a mixtape? Yeah. But it's on title, though. That don't count, though. Why doesn't it? Um, I, I really wouldn't consider it an album unless it's an album that is accessible on most streaming sites or for sale. Trapper Valley Trey is not on? No. Uh, I don't even know what that's the first time I heard that. It's the one that came out last, uh, last year, 2015. I told you about it. Oh, Trapavelli. When you say Trey, is Trapavelli 3? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, no. But it's just Trey, though. It's that's T-R-E not, um, with the... That's not available on Apple Music. Uh, I got off that piff. Why is it on Apple Music? Because it's a mixtape. It's on title. I don't understand. That's probably why I got them legal troubles now, not paying royalties. Anyways. Yeah, all right. Um, that, that's, that album also had Big Meech Era on there and um, El Chapel Jr. was probably like my favorite song on there. But anyways, uh, this is really, like, first of all, I want to say this is what I expect from Lil Wayne, rap-wise. He got a little bit of auto-tune in there, but he's really, he, he's coming with them bars, and uh, 2 Chains is giving you 2 Chains level raps, which is very, very entertaining punchlines. Uh, but I will say, uh, I would say about half the album, maybe it's the production, but some of it's kind of boring. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, um, niggas is all loving this shit. I don't dislove it. I just don't. Like, everybody's acting like it's, like... So, outside of Not Invited, which I've already heard... Like, it's not um, as good as What a Time to Be Alive. Watch Out and Motherfucking Right, which I've already heard. Um, there are, like, only a few songs that, that that I feel like are on a level of Watch Out, which is Bentley Truck and Blue Sea Note. Um, Blue C no. <laughs> those are the songs. That, that shit is hard. Those are the songs that I go back and listen to every time. Uh, the rest of it, I mean, it's, it's tolerable. It's not bad. It's not bad. Juice, you, did you say juice? Man, bounce. Oh yeah, I, I don't, like. I feel like the, the 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 production on bounce is it's a vintage sound out there. Is that a many fresh beat? One of these songs was a many fresh beat. I don't know. I don't really be looking at the line. I don't have time to look at the liner notes much anymore. You can't tell the main version when you listen to it? I mean, I got, like in, those. I got into trouble or whatever where like I thought that it was a certain shit or whatever and then it turned out not to be that shit. So, I mean, I wouldn't oh, be surprised if it was. But. That reminds me, that's one thing we got to add to the... Uh, what? I will talk about once we wrap this up, wrap this album up. So, 
overall thoughts. Oh, you know, Alfred. Well, like we have all these notes, and we don't look, we don't look at them no more. I'm looking at them right here. So, what's your thoughts on the Kendrick Lamar release and, and how it affects his legacy and and, and his catalog? Uh, I thought that we were talking about that a little bit later. Okay. Um, I mean, like I said, like all it, it's just bonus notes and everything for me. Like it's it's on the same note of like decoded. You know what I mean? Right. Like it, it's something that's for his fans. You kind of already said that, so never mind. Yeah. But with, with the two chains and Lil Wayne album, like, do you think that like yeah, everybody everybody says uh, well, everybody that I've seen that's talk about it says. Wayne is back rapping again. And to them, I say, the nigga's been rapping since last fucking January when it came out for Sorry for the Wait 2. And the rapping he's doing on this album isn't as good as the rapping he did on Sorry for the Wait 2, Free Weezy album, and Part 7, No Sunless 2. But, you know, whatever. That's cool. As long as, as people is getting back on it, I think it does something good. Like, it reinvigorates the hype and everything for Carter 5 and everything, which is what he needed after the dud that was No Sunless 2. But the nigga's been rapping for a minute, and I rebuke the notion from people that says that he hasn't. All right, so, on a more realistic approach. Wow, why is my shit not realistic? No, I didn't say your, yours wasn't realistic. You I said, said on, on a more realistic. realistic. That means yours isn't. Yes, it does. You don't want to get into more syntax and shit. You, I don't even know what you, you just said. I you don't want to get into this war of syntax and shit. You don't have to belittle my opinion just because you have a different I'm not belittling your opinion. You said it wasn't real. I did not say it wasn't real. 10 out real. of 10 people that hear on a more realistic op- um, opinion, they will all agree that that's what that meant. Only those that are uh, defensive and emotional. Well, maybe you should so be so condescending. Saying, did you ever thought about that? Maybe you should be less condescending. I'm not condescending, though. That's the <laughs> point. How do you feel about it, nigga? Lil Wayne been uh, rapping his ass off on, on all these features he's been doing. I don't think people just been listening. I agree. Even outside, even if you hate Free Weezy album or you dislike it, you say it's weak. He been rapping his ass off on these features, and uh, most notably uh, on these currency features he he been putting out recently. You know, I haven't listened to the. I'm not a big fan of currency. Like something about him makes me just not really love his music. So this album. I, I think it's more beneficial for Lil Wayne um, than for Two Chains. It's definitely great for Two Chains fans, and it's definitely great for the business of Two Chain. Got Two Chains got all this good music. He he actually put out two mixtapes, Trapper Valley Trey, and the one that just came out. They got motherfucking around it, um, but he's not even paid for it. But now he is because he got some music to put out on the stream, which mm-hmm. is good. And I'm sure this fulfills his uh, contract with Def Jam. Good music somehow. So it's just some good music to f- fill the space. Um, it's, I think that we all need just like not empty music, but just like 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 fun music and shit. You know what I mean? I think Two Chains is good at providing that. Speaking of fun music, um, one thing that's not on there, and I don't know how I didn't put it on there, probably because you probably won't have any insider do want to talk about it. Rest in peace, Bankroll Fresh, who over the weekend got shot outside of a, um, a music studio in Atlanta. Um, reports say that there was over fifty shell casings. Fifty, yeah. Goddamn. So yeah, it was definitely, definitely, uh, definitely a shootout. It wasn't like one person shot him fifty times, but um, immediately when this news came up, it's crazy that for those who don't know, Bank Record Fresh is an up and coming Atlanta rapper, and I would say he, he, him and Young Dolph and people like Pee Wee Longway is like that next level of or the next ver- the next generation of trap music, trap rappers. And I didn't really know how impactful Bankroll Fresh was until you see the people that were tweeting about him getting shot and like not like oh R.I.P. but just like sincere like oh damn my nigga gone two chains which that like I found out I found out during the tweets is that I think two chains signed them 
or, or was about to sign him. So that makes sense. But people like A-Track, uh, DJ Mustard, Ty Dolla Sign, Project Fat, um, just people like outside of Atlanta rap club scene that were actually like sending out their condolences and talking about how that how it affected them. What like does he have any notable work or anything? That- um, n- nothing that. And 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 this is not something against you because there's people I talk to. They're like, "Who's that?" And I name songs. They're like, "I've never heard that before." But so so nothing that common people would know. But his his probably most famous song is a. Uh, it's called Hot Boy. It's actually a Hot Boy remix, and this is actually the first song in a long time that had Lil Wayne, Turk, and Juvenile on it. Oh yeah, yeah, I remember um, that. And that shit is hard. He produced it. No, he he rapped on it. Oh, okay. Um, there's also a song called Walked In, um, which is pretty good. There's one more that that I was giving people because they were like, like, oh, I don't know what to listen to. Oh, he was also on Young Jeezy had that Gangsta Party uh, album, and he he was on a song with Young Jeezy and Young Dolph. Um, it's called Everything Black. Yeah, I remember that too. Um, so he, he was really next up and it's just sad. I mean, somebody, somebody lost his life. Somebody in the music business lost their life. Um, man, I know that people don't usually rap this, but I got the facts to back this. Don't nobody want to see your favorite rappers in caskets. Man, killing some rack shit. I want to, um, say something that. East Coast backpack rapidly rap people are going to think it's blasphemy, but he's lucky like Big L, like on that path. And so we might just snap. He actually just put out an album on uh, Apple Music too. So. Bankroll Fresh did? Yeah, it's, it's, it's a self titled Bankroll Fresh. There was one other song he had, and I can't think of what it is, and I don't really want to go look at that. Was it good? Yeah, it was like one of those ones. Like, if he was like, oh, I don't know who Bankroll Fresh is, what song should I listen to? There's three you should listen to. The two are named, and I'm about to just look at that really. Yeah, it's on title as well. Man. Walked in. Uh, Hot Boy Remix. Oh, it's called ESPN. Um, he just got like a real distinct voice and a real distinct flow. So I, if you want, take your time and listen to, at least listen to Hot Boy and Walked In. And go ahead and listen to ESPN as well. And then I'm, I'm, I'm sure you'll enjoy one of those songs at least. But yeah, rest in peace, Bankroll Fresh. Uh, and hopefully... These killers are brought to justice. And with that being said, let's go ahead and go to a music break. Wait, before we do that, you ain't say if you thought that Wayne was coming back or not. Oh, man, I just thought it. Yeah. <laughs> but I feel like the Carter Five is going into that space of detox where you might have to put it on the album. And name hey, you just name it something else. Did Lil Wayne, am I tripping or did he have, have a song recently with Young Doug? Recently. Like you triple something that. happened with Young Thug with Lil Wayne. Oh no, it was the uh, the TI show where he, where, where, um, the title thing we brought out. Young Thug, anyway. so yeah, we're gonna go into a music break. Um, check out this new song from Artist A, it's entitled Untitled 123, which means that we don't really know what the song is, but it's probably in the um, the notes of this podcast. So check out this song and we'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back. I never performed this song. Embrace me. Embrace me.
you off cause you ain't naked when they thought see that's the shit that make you feel as if you naked when you walk stripped of all defensive armor all pride and all honor lukewarm receptions make you get introspective and calmer and make you wonder where you went wrong it'll make you lose your confidence but i'ma just turn all these negatives to positives see the bigger picture you know elevate my consciousness hate me for who i am but don't love me for who i'm not and um I don't need a sign to keep going. I know what time it is. Rhyming nonstop to work in a nine to five. And it's mind boggling. But I got to stay on my grind. And it's used to aim for the blogs. Now I see my place in the sky. I thought I was going to quit because I had nothing to believe in. Going insane every season and solitude fighting demons in my brain. In my dreams, see, I just needed a reason to lose control and go off on the deep and i've been drowning in my thoughts second guessing and hesitating i learned it's more about the journey more so than the destination you shouldn't care about who thinks or what just care what you think because who knows whoever might be gone whenever you blink i'm done fighting my demons done fighting to get a peace i'm done fighting for acceptance i'm fighting for inner peace i want to live on an island with my girl stay by the beach with my dog made beats some of my art make cartoons when i please I used to chase dreams, but now my dreams is chasing me And I still got the goals and the visions that I could see So don't be concerned with what you thought that I should be Whatever happens, I'm happy just being me It's corny but true Fuck off we're back i hope you enjoy the song once again um check out that song it's, i'm sure it's going to be available or if, if not already on flyfavoritemagazine.com also i mean just check out flyfavoritemagazine.com overall there's definitely a lot of dope articles on there i actually read that um one about the uh, flint um water crisis crisis i don't want to it's a crisis bro. i mean yeah uh but i feel like the, the focus of it was like the face-to-face aspect of it so mm-hmm. not, not necessarily like the details of the crisis but how it affects the people yeah exactly yeah. and i feel like that's the thing that's really been missing or whatever like everybody's like oh you know live water blah 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 but nobody's actually talking about what it means for the people there real quick did you do you feel some kind of way that the, the debate was in flint last night man fuck the republicans bro that was a democratic debate well fuck the republicans <laughs> <laughs> i just feel like that's kind of a little uh hopefully somehow the debate being there Put some money into the city. You know the Republicans were there last week. Yeah, but yeah, it's the the governor of the state is the Republican, and none of the Republican candidates have spoken out against them or spoken out against the crisis at all. You know what I mean? We we're just talking about teams, huh? This is one of those things where. What do you mean? We're just talking about your, your fraternity and how when there's something that's going on that you might not agree with, you gotta. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, You gotta saying. take account of it, but you can't, like, like, you also can't just chill on them, like, oh, man. Nah, they need to, like, bro, like, honestly, it's like crimes against humanity. Like, like, if you go into the details of, like, the scandal, like, how, like, they got to that point or whatever, like, it's really bad, like, what happened. You know what I mean? Nothing I'm trying to justify this, and I don't really want to talk about this shit either. Right, but, um, nothing I'm trying to justify it, but 
I could see how career wise, um, people don't want to get blackballed. So even though they care, like it's not like they can get up like, you need to do something about this. And if it, like, like this also reminds me of, uh, something just happened. And I can't think of what the case is, but like, you don't want to speak out against somebody else because they got dirt on you. And so you're just like, you, you're just stuck in a hard place. And, and that's why being a politician is probably like the worst shit. Yeah. Which is why I applaud all the people that do it the right way and probably don't get um, promotions. Cory Booker's a good dude. I'm, I'm supporting DeRay from afar in uh, Baltimore. But before we get off track or whatever, um, yeah, make sure you guys follow Flypaper Mag on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook. Um, there's new shit coming on a weekly basis. There's always going to be something new. We actually have an announcement. We're going to... Excuse me, announced a little bit later today. We're on an app now, um, the One Spot app. If you live in Columbus, it's an app that you can go and get all of your information about events and stuff here in the city. Um, but you can also view Flypaper Magazine like natively on the, the app or whatever. So you don't have to keep on going onto the um, website or going onto your mobile browser and everything. That's One Spot app. Is there a? Is an event tonight or is it next Monday? Uh, Black Hat. Yeah. You talking about? That's the twenty first. Well, you should probably plug that in. I was going to, okay, but, but I, I just wasn't going to right now. I was going okay, to do it at the end or whatever. I, I want to bring it up if it's tonight because it's kind of pointless. But let's talk about this music. Um, so yeah, we're about are we a quarter away through the? Well, I'm, I guess nah, the end we're, of March. we're we're not even a quarter. We're like a six of the way. Bro, it's, it's every two months. Yeah, a six. So six couplets every two months. You know, it's like the second week of March. The first week. Today's March seventh. How could... Never mind. There's six groups of twos. I don't want to argue math, but... So, how could two months be a six, but then three months be a, a fourth? I know. Well, actually, that does make sense. A six to a fourth isn't that huge of a difference. But there's six groups of twos. So, two months, two months, two months, two months. So, we're so almost to a quarter. I mean, not qu- Yeah, a quarter. Sure. So right now we're six of the way through. Oh my Anyways, uh, going through like we want to go back and revisit some of the albums and everything. So hopefully we didn't forget anybody. Um, if we did forget somebody, then maybe they just wasn't that good. Um, even though we left out J Cole's live album because it's pretty much the same as the retail album. But anyways, yeah, let's start from the top. Kevin Gates. How'd you initially feel about it? How do you feel about it now? What would you give it out of ten? Initially, I thought it was uh. It's too commercial for me, and it's too sing-songy. Um, since then, I've revisited the, the the album, and a lot of the sing-songy songs are, actually grew on me. I, I guess I was expecting street rap, and I didn't get it, so I was mad. Um, but I feel better about the album now. I still probably give it a solid... Um, are, we, are we doing a scale of 5 or 10? 10. Okay. Uh, I give it 6.5. Yeah, I was going to say I'd give it a 6, but I don't mean that disrespectfully, um, because 6 is still above average um, on a scale of 1 to 10, 5 being average. Right. Um, so, yeah, I, I agree. Like, Well, I'm not a fan of Kevin Gates, um, but I just enjoy the album. I think that it has a lot of uh, good sounds and everything on it, so uh, shout out to that. Um, I, and also shout out to him for uh, debuting at number 2. Good sounds. When I say good sounds, I mean that it's easy listening. Like, it's good to just put on in the background and, like, have some um, ears that, no, some sounds that are pleasing to your ear. Like Kenny G. Sure. So, next would be Malibu. How you feel about that? Uh, Malibu was great when it came out. It's still good. Um, there's other music that's come out that I've been listening to more often, but I definitely go back to Malibu and visit it when I can. I, I think I may have played it out, which is my fault, not it, not 
not the album's fault. That happens a lot when new albums. I kind of did it to BJ Chicago Kid quick. So I'm still giving that a solid 8.5. Um, so for me, I like R&B, so I'm going to. Damn, can I fucking give my opinion? <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think everybody knows you don't like R&B. I wasn't about to say that, though. I didn't really, like, I wasn't anti-Malibu when it first came out, but, you know, I wasn't really crazy about it, and I still kind of feel the same way. I give it a solid 7 out of 10, um, because I do think that if I am going to listen to a singing record, then this is the type of record that I would want to listen to, because it has a lot of hip-hop sounds and everything to it. It's just not what my preference is, but I think that it's still a good, solid piece of music, and um, I love his voice. Anderson, Anderson Pox's voice is really, really dope. All right, bet. Uh, if there was some way to group in Purple Rain and Evil together, I would, but I, I, I don't want to. I think that either Purple Rain surfer, suffers because of Evil or Evil suffers because of Purple Rain because they came out like literally. Like when we were going through the list or whatever, I was like, oh, Purple Rain came out like last like November, right? Like, no, no. nigga, it came out like two weeks before Evil did. Yes. Yeah, <sighs> I, I can't even like, like put them together. All right, I'm going to just say I give them both five, a 5 out of 10 because of that or whatever. Like, there's nothing special about them. There's singles that I can pull off of both of them that, like, go really dope. But I remember initially liking Purple Rain, uh, like, enjoying it a lot. And just, like, Evil kind of, like, it was uh, oversaturated to me. So, like, I didn't really have any special, like, feeling about it. But now I'm at the point where it's, like, that neither one of them are really standouts for me. So, I'll give them both five Damn. out of ten. I meant to watch Saturday Night Live performance of Future because I want to see how Marshall Madness deal with white people. You know he performed with... Uh, Jonah Hill. The Weeknd. Already? Yes. That's on the that yes? I don't know. I just know that he did it with The Weeknd. And That's on The Weeknd's fire, Low Life. Nah, I, I was just like, man, listen. For the niggas that say he doesn't want to cross over and everything. <laughs> I'm not going to entertain y'all that said that. The nigga was rapping with Jonah Hill's Jumpman or whatever on SNL for the opening monologue and then did a song with The Weeknd as his first performance. I didn't see the second performance, but the first one was the one with The Weeknd. It's like, this nigga very clearly wants to cross over. I just want to say, you don't make an album like Honest. Like, it's easy to say after it don't do well, like, oh, I didn't really want to do that. If he'd have went five times platinum, he was like, oh, yeah, that's my, that's my plan all along. <laughs> like, get out of here. So, anyways. I like Honest a lot, too. To me, uh, Purple Rain and uh, Evil, I like. I feel how I felt when it came out, and I, I I'll, I'll give it a six. Yeah, solid five for me. Um, anti. Anti. I said this. The album was sexy as fuck when it first came out. Now I'm saying the sexiest fuck, and it's a good R and B album, and I enjoyed it a lot. I like it more now than I did when it first came out, and I thought that it wouldn't stand up. Uh, the test of time or whatever, especially with Kanye and uh, Beyonce, like dropping like right after her and everything. But I enjoy it more than I did. And I give it an eight out of ten, and I think that the videos that she's put out so far for work, like they did monumental wonders and everything for making it, uh, well, just improving it. Um, I feel the same way I felt when it came out. Um, good album. I'm not a Rihanna fan, so I'm not going to go revisit a lot. But, and it's still not my favorite Rihanna album. However, it's a great album. Um, it's not too poppy. Um, and that's good because it sounds like she's in, in, in the creative space where she's not forcing anything. Um, so, I'll give it like a 7.5. Okay. How you feel about T-Lock? Man. Did you see my tweets? Where's the 11? Can I get an 11? No. What, what were your tweets? 
Bruh, alright, so I had a crazy, you know, um, I told you, remember I told you the story about how I found out that was a Kanye saying and everything? Yeah. So, real quick, this is a short story. So, I didn't know that Pablo, I knew it was still for Picasso, it was still for Escobar, and it was still for that one designer, architect nigga, right? Pablo is also the Spanish pronunciation of Paul in, in Spanish, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... Um, he's also talking about the Apostle Paul and like the original construction of the album. I did some research. I was listening to some podcasts about this. Um, the original construction of the album was about the life of the Apostle Paul or whatever. It, like kind of juxtaposing himself within everything, right? Ultra Light being specifically, you no, know, he rearranged the whole album, so now it doesn't really follow that that same story. But Ultra Light Beams is about his uh, about Paul and his conversion from Saul to Paul. Do you know Saul to Paul? Like, are you familiar with that story? No. All right, so, like, basically, real, real short, Saul used to kill Jews, and, like, he used to kill the people that, uh, uh, like, believed in Jesus and all that type of stuff, and then, like, on the road to Damascus, he had a um an encounter with God, and, like, he was blinded for three days, and then, like, uh, basically, he converted over to being a Christian after that, and, like, it happened, like, on the road, inside of a road, and everything like that, and he, from that point, changed from being Saul, the persecutor for everybody, to being Paul, who was one of, like, the greatest apostles of, like, ever, or whatever, he wrote most of the New Testament, and everything like that, so it was real crazy, and everything, because that's what he's writing about, in Ultra Light Beams, and everything, that experience, right? Nigga, last June 2015, and it's published and shit too. I wrote a poem called Damascus, and it's about the same shit. Shit's crazy, bro. At a wild epiphany. Shit's really crazy. You don't think that's crazy? It is. And you know how much I love ultra light beams and shit. It's just wild that like that makes sense that you would like it. Then yeah, yeah but I didn't know that ultra light beams was about that same thing or whatever until somebody broke it down subconsciously. Probably yeah, yeah, yeah maybe it was just it was really like it was dope. So you want to talk about why about the album? <laughs> well, no, I was just I was just sharing <laughs> well, that you story. Might as well go ahead. <laughs> All right, um, I mean when I when I listened to it the first song, I really liked it. Um, I still really 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 like it. I listened to it at least once a day. Um, I think that it has a lot of strong album cuts in it. Whereas before we just thought that it was like really top heavy. Like FML, that song is crazy. I still like the original version of Wolves. Actually, I like the complete version with everybody on it. Um, and then. Uh, Waves, like, that song grew on me tremendously. Uh, the second half of Famous is still fucking bananas. I still hate Freestyle 4. Um, I don't like Kanye's, like, it's alright, it's like the, the skits from College Drop. I want to hear the whole ASAP Rocky, Tyler the Creator. I want to hear the whole thing. Yeah, yeah, I want to hear that shit. Um, and then, uh, 30 Hours is bananas and everything. I, I don't like 30 fame. albums, the 30 Hours should be what people are like. I miss the old Kanye. You yeah. should be listening to that. Exactly. That's definitely the most vulnerable song. Yeah. On, on the surface, on the album. Over Wolves? On, well, I say on the surface, I mean just like. Or FML? Digested. Yeah, I, I think so. FML is pretty digestible too. Maybe maybe um, it's more digestible because it's more linear, um, 30 Hours is. Yeah. And it seems more like he's having a conversation with you instead of just trying to perform art. 30 hours. But yeah, um, I give the album a solid 9.7 out of 10. <laughs> Man. Um, I just I, don't know if, I, like, that Freestyle 4 is, it's, it's a low, low point. On I, um, I was trolling the, when I said it was the best album in the past five years. Um, I, I do think, um, just based off what's projected to come out this year, it's still going to be the best album of the year to me. Um, Grammy worthy. Um, and I am enjoying the second album, uh, second half of the album more. Honestly, just because I didn't think this would happen, but I wore out. Father stretched my hands, wore oh. out. 
listen to it multiple times a day, every day. On the treadmill, I listen to it on repeat, one and two. Um, funny story now when I'm oh, running. and I hate facts. Like I, I wish they had kept the original like beat and everything. Because the I like lyrics the beat as a single. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The lyrics aren't that good or whatever. It's just like it's supposed to be like you know clowning, like you know what I mean. Like I thought he was drunk when he made it. Honestly, you see what I'm saying? It was just like a victory lap celebration. So like you can't make that into a real song. Like you have to keep it as a remix. You know what I mean? Well, the only song I don't like is a uh, fade. Yeah, I don't like fade. It's I don't get why movie. people do like it. Yeah, but um, so I'm gonna give it a solid nine. Um. Yeah, I'll give it a solid nine. Now, with all this new music that just came out over like this year, do you think this put more pressure on Drake? Yeah. Do you think the Kendrick album put more pressure on Drake? Not at all. Do you think the two I think that <laughs> I think that Kanye stands will I mean uh Kendrick stands stands will make it seem like oh Drake will never do something like this or whatever. But let Drake put out one time and place record, like and like Kendrick what? You know what I mean? Well, Untitled what? A master who? I don't think he can do that again. Or, I, I think he can. I think that's his signature. You know what that nigga's gonna do? What that nigga should do? It's like, a, like put out a song like, I am my master, or whatever, or like something like that. Or like, the title and the master, or some shit. I guess we'll find out in four weeks, won't we? That shit would be dope. So, real quick. Yeah, you know, you know, Drake's supposed to come out the first week of April. April yeah, Fool's. Four weeks. Yeah. Less than a month away. Yeah, any rants or raves? Well, we created this segment, so you got kind of got to have something. So. That's crazy. Uh, I mean, you go ahead first. I don't have anything. Goddamn. Because <laughs> um, I feel like I ran about the same stuff, so I was trying to think of something to rave about to give somebody some props. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a perfect one. No, this isn't. Well, never mind. No, that's not perfect because it's not the metal character. Go ahead. What did you about to say? You go first. Well, you just said you have one. I don't. I, I really don't. All this dead air is great for radio. Yeah. Follow Five Paper Magazine on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. I mean, I can rant about. Okay. We got some good shit coming. That's what I'm raving about. Flap it. Like, that's, like, I'm really so excited. We just put on a new writer over the weekend. Uh, it's going to be doing some music pieces and everything like that. Um, yeah, I'm just excited about that. P-Black got some new music coming out, too. I'm excited about that. I just want to rave about how good it feels to get my money at local businesses. I just signed up for a gym, 11, 11 Athletics, and it is located on Alton Creek. It's actually right across, right, 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 right around the street, so that makes sense. It's a little more expensive than um, any other gym I've ever paid for. However, um, it being a local business, I just feel like it does more locally, and it doesn't feel as corporate because there's only one of them. Mm-hmm. Um, and is it not true? Oh, yeah, it's definitely... Um, Does that mean you're not doing Planet Fitness no more? Oh, no, I said Planet Fitness just because Planet Fitness is 24 hours. Right, you so got money, nigga. You got that. like four different gyms, bro. Yeah, that's how I get down. Um, no, but it's definitely a nice gym. It's more focused on strength training than uh, cardio, and there are a lot of uh, local... Um, a lot of professional athletes that are local-based that work out there in the off-season, notably uh, Evan Turner and Richard Mendenhall. And oh, work? Yeah, like they they have like a wall of fame, and they show people that like either they're, they're, they people train for the combine there, or they just train in the off season, or they just come back. It might be part owned by some of them as well, mm. but um, the whole staff is very friendly. I will say though, it is probably the opposite of Planet Fitness to where if, if you want to go somewhere where you're not intimidated at all, 
go to Planet Fitness. If you walk into that gym, you the the, the common person will definitely be intimidated just because like the weights. Like it looks like a place where you just go and get big, mm-hmm. and like there's no <laughs> even when you walk in, they're looking at you like I feel like Planet Fitness is so like, hey, how you doing? And they're like, so. And you're just like, oh, okay. And, like, the locker room is, um, you kind of get dressed out in the open, which I don't see people walking around naked anyway. Mm-hmm. But, um, it's really just, like, a big-ass open room with a whole bunch of, like, high-quality strength, weights for strength. Mm-hmm. They have an indoor, like, track for turf. Mm-hmm. Uh, that makes sense. They have a patch of indoor turf where you can do sprints and push the sled. Um, so it's great. And I'm glad I joined it because I'm getting into strength training now. And I just like supporting local businesses. Um, also, I want to rave about Soul Classics releasing their fourth collaboration with Vans. Mm-hmm. Um, That's what I was going to say is like local shit or whatever going on. But go ahead. You got it. Yeah. Like local people just doing it big. And they're about to be a hot chicken takeover and late night slice uh, collaboration pizza. I can't wait to not eat that because I'm on a diet. But I'm sure it's going to be great. Um, and, lo- and, you know, and shout out to this weather. I'm just in a good mood. I don't want to random about anything. It's going to be 60 degrees a day. Mm-hmm. Free ball season is, has returned. Let the church say amen. I've never free balled before. <laughs> I've never either. I'm not, I just can't even, I can't even, fa- as a matter of fact, I'm sure most men done it, have done this. In high school, I used to wear underwear and then basketball shirts under my jeans. Just yeah. Like, maybe because my jeans was too baggy or maybe because I was ready to go at any point. Yeah, exactly. To play ball. Or both. But I can't even, um, yeah, I can't have my thing up against no denim. Like, I, I, I just not really. I don't even understand how women do it, honestly. Well, they got. <laughs> no, but I'm saying like they gotta still, let it breathe. <laughs> but still, man, like I don't get it. It's just all that you know. Just if you ever put your hands up to your face and just breathe into it, or or, or like if you were like a um a ski mask and you had that hot air right in your face, just imagine you're a woman and that was in your pants. You don't want to feel that all day, mm-hmm. ladies. <laughs> Why do you not wear underwear? Go ahead and let us know. Tweet me. <laughs> like, bro, I want some G shit. Like, I'm about to. There's like, there's like excess stuff. You know what I mean? Like, are you talking about like leakage? Yeah, you feel me? Nah, I, I don't get it, bro. And like, women do it like daily and shit. Like, I know women that don't wear underwear at all. Like, I get in a dress. Kinda. I remember I was at this one poetry event or whatever. This woman was wearing like a maxi dress and like hugging on her butt and everything like that. She stood up and she had like a wet spot like in the back. Like, I mean, maybe the poetry is making her feel some type of way. You know, I don't get um I know women know before they go out the house, they be at the, in, in, at the gym with the, with their tights on. You can clearly see your underwear, and they just be like, "Fuck it," and and it don't be like you know, like boxer briefs. It be like laced pink. Boy shorts or thongs, and I'm like, you like like maybe they just like the attention. The fellas, that's not consent, and that's where we're gonna end right there. Yeah, anything to say? Uh, long live hip hop. Long live to the drum and speak. Long live free ball season. Yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>